Hey, 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 I'm Brandon Beliso, and this is Mindful Meditations, where I share with you live and those of you get to watch later, how we cultivate through our breath and through the miracle of mindfulness in the words of Thich Nhat Hanh. We cultivate better versions of ourselves. We find peace, we find balance, and most importantly, we help fulfill our intentions. And that's a big one. And I'm always grateful to have people with me live meditating. Um, I feel the kinship of the group. And for that, I'm deeply in love with you. Deeply. So my intention, here's our intentions for this meditation, is to be more present in my everyday tasks. You know, that's a big one. When I can find greatness in the mundane, I have truly found happiness because it's in the little things. And whether I'm washing the dishes or I'm vacuuming, if I can do that really well, and I consistently have that mindset of doing things well, where it becomes not what I'm doing, but why I'm doing it, then it takes on all new meaning. So if you truly want to be present in your everyday tasks, then try to take washing dishes beyond the simple act of washing dishes. Why do we wash dishes? Well, there's many different ways to look at that. Number one, that means I just enjoyed nourishment and that plate was a vessel for my nourishment and that nourishment will help me be healthy and strong. I'm preparing that plate for the next meal. Right? So there's there's much more than just a simple act of I gotta wash these dishes. No, no, no. No, no, no. I vacuum because I have a home that I live in. Whether it's an apartment or a studio or a house, I vacuum because I have a place to reside and to rejuvenate, right? And to escape the outside world where I can so things can take on a whole nother meaning. So as you meditate and you think about the different daily tasks that you do, I want you to find a higher level of joy. It's no longer just washing dishes, is it? Now there's the whole experience of the meal you prepared and how you spooned it, dished it onto this plate, and then how you ate that meal, how you felt the goodness nurturing your body. And then afterwards, as you clean up, you think of the big mess that you made, but how good was that meal? So see how, how how we can really do that? So as you meditate, please let that be your intention. My intention is to be okay with the unknown. Think about it for a minute, the unknown. So it's what I don't know. And I've been quoted on this many times. I'm not afraid of what I don't know. I'm afraid of what I do know. Because what I do know can limit my perspective, can limit my vision, can limit my learning. So my bigger challenge would be, instead of being okay with the unknown, I wanna make sure I'm not complacent with what I do know. Because what I do know is finite. And outside of that finite box, let's call it a box, right? This is what I know, here's the finite, everything I know outside of that is the unknown and really and truly that's where the good stuff happens right that's why i discover something about myself i didn't know before that's where i try something new an activity i've never done before 
right? And it is that way. We're all challenged by the unknown because of things like this pandemic. I get that. I get that. Every day is an unknown, right? But you know what? I'd rather live with the unknown than to look at my life. And here's the next 40 years of my life. Punch in, punch out, punch in, punch out. Six weeks vacation a year, blah, 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 blah. I find a lot of magic in the unknown. It leaves me open and receptive to new learning, new experiences, new people, all of that. So as you meditate and as we do so together, let's really look at the limitations of what we do now and see if we can erase those boundaries, break through those limitations to open the floodgates of the unknown into our space, the yin and the yang, right? Super cool. All right, so we cup our hands, right hand and top of left. We bring them down, turn them upside down, three inches below our belly button. The sides of our hands are resting against our chi or our ki. Our hands will act as a bowl or a vessel to capture our breath. My chi is important to me, it is my personal power. And it's through my personal power that I'm able to tap into my unlimited potential. Close your eyes, look up into your eyelids in the middle and inch above. That is my intuition on my third eye. I spend a lot of time in my intuition because it knows my needs versus my wants. And I want to spend my life focusing on my needs. My wants are what create unbalance and uncertainty and distress. I thought that's what I wanted. There's no second guessing need. I need air. If I don't breathe, I die. It's very simple. It's clear. There's no doubt that you need air. Wants leave a lot of room for interpretation and doubt. So let's really get in tune with our intuition. Look up in your eyelids in the middle inch above. And please give your breath a color as we cultivate our aura, our personal armor, right? They walk into the room, they just light it up. That's just the projection of your aura. Right? People are attracted to you. That's just your aura projecting, right? You're so radiant. It's just your aura projecting. So give your breath a color. Mine is green. What is your color? And see the color of your breath come into your nose, go down your throat, into your chest. The goal is do not let it stop there. Push it down, swallow it. That's where you breathe in deeper and deeper and deeper until our whole belly is full. See your breath in the palms of your hands spiraling, oscillating, growing bigger, 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 bigger. And when you can't hold on, on to it anymore, you exhale. And now my breath is like water cascading out of the crown of my head down my face, my shoulders, my body, all the way to the bottom of my feet. And I'm encapsulated. And every time I exhale, I create another layer of my aura until I'm a good, solid, strong, but fluid and flexible aura. I trust it will let in love, prosperity, clarity, and repel negativity, doubt, fear. Be mindful of your breath and cultivate your aura. 
And now visualize that aura all around you. Mm, my aura feels like sunlight on my face. My aura feels like a warm hug. My aura feels like somebody who's got my back. My aura feels like a gentle breeze on my face. I love my aura, it's my best buddy. It goes with me everywhere. I nurture, I cultivate, I create an aura which helps attract positivity and love, but it definitely repels negativity. You've heard the terms, you have such dark energy, right? Or trouble always follows me. That's because your aura puts out that negative dark energy and likes attract. as we go into grounding. I want to ground in our intentions. And what I mean by that, as you sit here breathing and you're mindful of your breath, I just want you to be mindful. Be mindful of why you're not okay with the unknown. What does that feel like? What is that, what, what's that going on? Right? Just be mindful of it. Don't judge. Don't judge. Just ground yourself. Immerse yourself. Immerse yourself with the unknown. Immerse yourself with it, the fear, the doubt, the uncertainty. Immerse yourself in it in a healthy, loving way. And the reason it keeps creeping up, because it's demanding an audience with you. Right? So don't fight it. Let it ground yourself in it. Ground yourself in being okay with the unknown, especially during this pandemic, ground yourself in it. Just be, love uncertainty, love the unknown. Mm. Eat it like a good piece of chocolate cake, right? So ground yourself. Ground yourself to be more present in my everyday tasks, if that's your intention. Just ground yourself, ground yourself in it, right? I lose myself in my work. I throw myself into my work. Oh, lose, throw, not good words. So ground yourself.
Excellent. A little different, right? Grounding yourself in your intention by just being mindful of your fear or your joy. Just be with it in a loving, positive way. I nurture the uncertainty. I nurture the unknown. I nurture the everyday tax. I nurture it. It doesn't need to creep up on me. Right? I embrace the unknown. It doesn't startle me. It doesn't creep up on me. It's with me all the time. And I welcome it in a loving, positive way because it allows me to take action. Mm. Let's follow that with gratitude, a grateful heart. Breathe in mindfully. Say, I'm breathing. And as you breathe out, I am grateful. But are you truly grateful? And how do you show that gratitude in your every thought, word, and action? As you breathe and you go through your gratitude list, friends, how do I show my friends gratitude in my every thought, word, and action? Phone calls, emails, getting together for coffee or dinner. How do I do that? Gratitude allows me to be in the present moment. I'm grateful when I'm washing dishes because it reminds me my belly is full and that's a lot to be grateful for. Mm, I push that vacuum back and forth. I breathe in, I breathe out. I breathe in, I breathe out. Vacuuming can become a form of meditation. And for that, I'm grateful for the awareness. I'm so grateful for the unknown because that means there's surprises to be found in my life. There's more to be learned. And through unlearning what I know, I offer myself the opportunity to look at the unknown with joy, with a deep sense of gratitude.
I'm in love with gratitude because it gives me hope. I'm in love with gratitude because it helps me see the good in every situation, in everybody, in everything. I encourage you to spend a lot of time in gratitude. I'm grateful for everyday tasks. I'm grateful for the unknown. I'm grateful for the fact that it keeps creeping up on me, creating a sense of awareness within me. I can choose to be grateful for everything. And from it, I become more enlightened. I become more aware and conscious. filled with gratitude, grounding in your intentions, an aura that facilitates safety, but encourages bravery to go out there and be an authentic. And your heart just radiating, filled, filled to the brim with gratitude. Welcome the universe, the law of attraction, the law of abundance. Welcome it into your space. Welcome it. I love the surprises that life offers us every day. The simple joys, the unexpected pleasures, all of it, all of it. And when the surprises are challenging, I embrace those two with love, love with a big heart. I always say big love, big love. The unknown is not unknown anymore, is it? It's very familiar if we choose. Walk with the unknown like a best friend. Turn washing dishes into a beach in Mexico. The unknown no longer creeps up to you because you walk up to it. You walk up to the unknown, you embrace the unknown, it never creeps up on you.
Breathe in, breathe in, breathe in, breathe in, and breathe out. experience in the comments you ever watch that movie the green mile right with tom hanks and the character that was in prison anytime he would heal someone because he had that magic power he would then sit there and like spit out bugs do you remember that they'd all come out of his mouth i feel that same way when i'm breathing out because i know you breathe in the good air you breathe out the bad and when i'm breathing in air I'm literally like it's light, right? My color is green. It comes into every crevice, nook and cranny from my brain to the design just, and it's pushing out through the pores, any of that dark, dark energy. It's pushing it all out. And then I finish that breath when I exhale. And I love that really long exhale. It's like, it's just pulling all of that fear, uncertainty, negativity, everything out of me. And our breath does that. That's the beautiful thing about our breath. Our breath contains everything. I mean, everything is in our breath. Mm, I like that. Yes, I'm going to imagine breathing out dark matter negativity, right? Because it's a scientific fact, isn't it? You breathe in good air, then you breathe out bad air. And I don't know what the you know, structure is, the molecular structure, but it's carbon dioxide, right? We breathe out, if I'm not wrong. I love the concept of enjoying daily tasks and seeing them in a different light seeing the task as an opportunity to work on ourselves in many ways it is it is when we can find joy in the mundane when we can find excellence in the mundane imagine how grand of an experience we can embrace if it's something bigger right so i kid you not when i'm sitting there in, in my kitchen and you know i had my home remodeled but when i'm in this beautiful kitchen i'm just so grateful and, you know, one of my meditations is cleaning this kitchen, right? Because I love to cook. I love to entertain people and just the whole thing. And I kid you not, when I clean that stove top to bottom, it is so therapeutic. And I'm just so grateful. I'm so blessed to have a home. And I scrub every little bit of that stove going, how many meals have we cooked here? I look at every scratch in the stainless steel going, you know what? This gets used. Wow, 
how grateful am I that we cook together and commune together, you know? Yeah. I agree, repetitive tasks can be restful. I love that. Why is it that the hardest concept to understand sometimes? What concept? I love the concept of enjoying daily tasks. Yeah, because, you know, we watch too many episodes of The Bachelorette or some freaking show or TV and TMZ where everything's got to be a $30 million yacht. Drinking 30, you know, just, it's just, it's, you know, right? Are you talking about the, the old TV show, Dallas? Yeah, everything's it's big and it's broad like that. No, it's not. Like the Dalai Lama says, the person who's richest is the one who could be happiest with the least. How many people have so much money and they're so unaware and so not in tune with themselves because everything, their, their whole identity, their shape, their worth is all based upon the car they drive, the clothes they wear, right? You never see somebody walking down the aisle of the red carpet and somebody goes, wow, so-and-so is such a great person. You know, they believe in helping others. They go, they're wearing the latest, you know, Vera Wang and da-da-da-da-da, right? Right, so it's that mindset. And, and yeah, I mean, I see that comment, more money, more problems, not necessarily, not necessarily. I know a lot of poor people with a lot of problems because it's here in the mind and the heart. So if I nurture the mind and the heart, whatever comes, I'm grateful for. If more wealth comes, I'm grateful. If more opportunities to serve the community, I'm grateful. See, if you're grateful for everything, then it's not more or less. It simply is, and it's the present, right? It really is. I mean, whether I was poor or where I am now, I'm, I'm still me on the path of being a better me. And, and that will never change. It will never change. Money can't change that. Money can't make me a better person. It simply cannot. I have to be a better person through my process of self-discovery and, and my commitment to be a better version of myself. Cool? I've been around a lot of rich people that are nice and kind and wonderful. I've been around a lot of rich people that are just not good people. Not good people at all. So embrace as you go about your time before our next meditation. Really be mindful of that. Welcome the unknown like a best friend. I don't know who you are, but I love you. And I'm going to figure this out with you. And when we get to the other side, hey, hopefully we have a better relationship unknown. Next time you go to take out the garbage, you know, be mindful as you walk down the steps or you go out to the trash can and you lift the lid and you put the garbage in there. Be mindful. I am breathing. Everything is about being mindful of your breath. And if we can do that, no matter what it is or where we are at or what's going on in our life, we can always find a sense of centered, calm and balance because our breath is not based upon how much money we make, how stressed out we are or anything. Our breath is something we can organically cultivate because it is our life force. And believe me, no amount of money is going to stop you from breathing if you're meant to stop breathing, right? So I want you to really, really journal on that and move our intentions as part of our grounding and just be aware. And anytime you feel it creeping up, the unknown, just take a moment. Take a moment and go, well, what's really going on here? Let me center myself. Let me breathe. Mm, okay, I'm centered, grounded, and ready. Unknown. Let's hang out together. Well, let's have a conversation. Hmm. Well, 
Oh, no, my shoulders are a little tight. Let me correct that. Okay, you don't have power over my shoulders now, unknown. Hmm. What learning are you offering me, unknown? Okay, let's take away another layer of that. On and on and on. So I encourage you to journal on this meditation. I encourage you to meditate on it and make it part of your breath. Cool? All right, hey, I am Brandon Beliso. This is Mindful Meditations. And until we meditate together again, please, you go out there, live your best life.